Welcome to Small Business All Figured Out, a podcast collaboration to give you the right strategies, tips, and tools to achieve success in your small business. Small Business All Figured Out is co-hosted by Corinne Cole and Cheryl Cole. Welcome to a special episode of Small Business All Figured Out, where we will be breaking down exactly what the government's second $66.1 billion stimulus package means for you as a business owner, a sole trader, and as an individual taxpayer. I'm Corinne, one of your co-hosts and the director and partner of Platinum Accounting and Taxation. And I'm joined by my co-host, Cheryl. Hello, everyone. I'm Cheryl, a partner of Platinum Accounting and Taxation, as well as the founder of The Number Ninjas Bookkeeping. So we're all in the grip of COVID-19, and I'm sure that already many business owners and individuals are already experiencing the effects of this pandemic. And it is undoubtedly one of the most unsettling and difficult times that any of us have encountered. Now, we don't know how long this is this will go on for. We also don't know how long the economic impacts of this health crisis will last. And we don't know the severity of the impact that it will have on small businesses and individuals alike. Now, the Prime Minister has warned that there are no quick solutions and that businesses and all Australians should prepare for six months worth of disruption. But the government has also acknowledged that additional stimulus packages will be required. That's right, Cheryl. We don't have details of what they might be at this stage, but we will in the coming weeks, no doubt, we can share that with you. So as at the 27th of March, 2020, we do know that the second $66.1 billion stimulus package is legislated and we'll now go over what the package includes and how it may be of benefit to you. So we're going to cover the main eight elements of the stimulus package as follows. Number one, tax-free payments of up to $100,000 for employers. Number two, sole traders and self-employed, what's available for these taxpayers. Number three, the support available for businesses who employ apprentices and trainees. Number four, increased Centrelink supplements. Number five, the early release of superannuation. Number six, loans for small and medium businesses of up to $250,000. Number seven, the solvency safety net. And number eight, solvency and bankruptcy. So Cheryl, would you like to talk us through the tax-free payments of up to $100,000 for employers? Yes. Okay. So let's start with, this is available to eligible employers. Now, what is an eligible employer? Eligible employers are small and medium business entities with a turnover of less than $50 million. In addition, to qualify for this support, the business must have been established prior to the 12th of March 2020. Now, these will be tax-free payments of up to $100,000 for small businesses, which is an increase in the previously announced initial tax-free payments for employers of up to a maximum of $50,000. Now, The cash flow support measures will be provided in the form of a credit in the business activity statement. So it's really important that you understand that these funds, if you're eligible for them, will not be paid to you in the form of cash, but in some cases you may in fact experience a cash refund. 
But what we're going to be providing to our clients and any of our podcast listeners who may be interested is a link to a video recording where I'll be going through a detailed worked example along with a link to access our spreadsheet that will detail exactly how you can calculate your entitlement. So this tax-free payment support for small and medium businesses will be provided to businesses in two phases. The first phase will ensure that eligible employers receive a credit equal to 100% of their PAYG withholding amounts, which is the withholding of tax from salary and wages paid to employees during the relevant period, up to a maximum of $50,000. So I just want to interject there, Cheryl, that relevant period is January through to June 2020. So we're looking at that first period being January 2020 through to June 2020, six months. Correct. So what will happen is that the second phase ensures that eligible employers receive another series of credits equal to the credits that were received under the first phase. For example, a very basic, simple example, if a business received or was entitled to receive $40,000 of credits in that first phase, that business will then receive a further $40,000 of credits in the second phase. And these additional credits will be spread over two or perhaps four activity statement periods depending on whether the employer lodges on a quarterly or a monthly basis. Now, because of the complexity of how the payments, or credits I should say, are calculated, and the timing of when you will get the benefit of the credit and the value of the credit, we won't try to give a worked example via this podcast. It's too hard to sort of comprehend and process. But instead, we we will encourage you to view our video where I will show you and work through some examples of the three main possible scenarios that most employers will fit into. And I also encourage you to download the spreadsheet that we've created to enable the calculation to be done and work through it. Look, Cheryl, I think it's um, important for me to mention here as well that the NTAA, which is the National Tax and Accountants Association, has informed us that those $100,000 payments are subject to specific integrity rules. And these rules are designed to stamp out any artificial or contrived arrangements that are implemented to obtain access to these funds. So what they'll be focusing on is employers who enter into what they call a scheme with a sole or dominant purpose of obtaining or increasing any of the above payments in a given period. So if you go and add employees onto the books all of a sudden or up your wages, yes, I imagine that these are going to be looked at closely. Correct. And okay. this will be tracked through single touch payroll. Yes, I think they'll be using single touch payroll as a measure for this. So Absolutely. that's what we've been told by um, one of the professional bodies, if you like. So I would definitely proceed with caution if that was something you were thinking about doing. Correct. Okay, so let's now talk about what is available for sole traders and self-employed. And the answer here is not a great deal, unfortunately. No. And this is why I believe there will be a third round of stimulus coming out, perhaps and hopefully to support sole traders and self-employed who seem to have been overlooked uh, in this second round. So, sole traders and self-employed are eligible for job seeker payment through Centrelink. 
And that's about it. The eligibility criteria to access the income support has been relaxed for self-employed and sole traders. Uh, But currently, that's where it stands. Correct, yeah. Also, you may be eligible to access your super. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, So, Cheryl, do you want to talk us through the support available for businesses who employ apprentices and trainees? Yes, so this is a good one. So the government is supporting those small businesses who employ apprentices and trainees to give them relief so that they can retain their apprentices and trainees, hopefully. And this relief for eligible employers will be in the form of a wage subsidy of 50% of the apprentices or trainees wage paid during the nine months from the 1st of January 2020 to the 30th of September 2020. Now, there is a cap on the value of the wage subsidy that an employer will be reimbursed, and that cap is up to a maximum of $21,000 per eligible apprentice or trainee. So this means that for each apprentice that you employ, you will be eligible for a wage subsidy of 50% of their salary up to a maximum of $21,000. So for example, if you had um, two apprentices currently employed, you would be eligible for 50% of of each of their respective wages to be refunded to you, provided that it didn't exceed $21,000 for each of them. So you could potentially on two apprentices potentially access $42,000 in subsidized wages. Now, this would be accessed at a rate of $7,000 per quarter. And again, I'll be doing a worked example of how this would work practically because it is quite difficult um, to comprehend on on a podcast. Now, this will be available to eligible employers who meet the criteria. And that criteria is a small business who employs fewer than 20 full-time employees who also retain an apprentice or a trainee. And the apprentice or trainee must have been in training with a small business as at the 1st of March 2020. So it's not something that you can just now um, think to yourself, I'll just put on an an apprentice now um, to take advantage of these subsidies it had to have already been in place since the 1st of March 2020. That's right Cheryl and how can employers access this subsidy? So the 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 access to the subsidy is after you've gone through an eligibility assessment that's undertaken by the Australian Apprenticeship Support Network AASN um, and employers can register for the subsidy from the 2nd of April 2020 and final claims for payment must be lodged by the 31st of December 2020. So we will include um, the various links to the places that you can get additional information on this. So Corinne, now talk us through the fourth element of the stimulus package, which I believe and understand to be increased Centrelink supplements with the access extended and eased. That's right, Cheryl. So for the next six months, the government is introducing a new coronavirus supplement to be paid at a rate of $550 per fortnight. And this supplement will be paid to both existing and new recipients in the eligible payment categories. And what are those eligible payment categories? So the payment will be made to those who are receiving job seeker payment and those who are transitioning to the job seeker payment, obviously, yep. uh, youth allowance job seeker and parenting payment 
and also farm household allowance and special benefits recipients. Right. In addition, eligibility to income support payments will be expanded to permanent employees who are stood down or lose their job. Mm. That's really important to note that you don't necessarily have to be terminated or made redundant. You can be merely stood down and still have access to these income support payments. That's right. It's available to casual workers and as I was saying earlier, it is available to sole traders and the self-employed. And this is all that's available to you in those categories. Okay. And contract workers who meet the income test can also access these payments. Now, the government notes that these criteria could include those required to care for someone affected by the coronavirus as well. Now, asset testing has also been reduced and will be waived for a period of six months. And it's important to note that Income testing will still apply. Mm. This has been causing a lot of stress and confusion uh, for those people that have lost their job, but their partner is still employed, for example. Yes. Yeah. And another important thing to note is the payment is not available if you have access to any employer entitlements, such as annual or sick leave or income protection insurance. Mm. So that's something really important to note. Also, a second one-off stimulus payment of $750 will be paid automatically from the 13th of June 2020 to certain income support recipients. And this is in addition to the payment made from the 31st of March. So this means that the government is now providing two separate $750 payments to Social Security, veteran and other income support recipients and eligible concession card holders who are obviously residing in Australia. And what we will include is the full list of who these recipients are in the episode description of this podcast episode. The payment will be exempt from tax and will not count as income for the purposes of social security, farm household allowance or veteran payments. And these payments will be automatically made to those who meet the criteria. Okay. So let's move on now to the fifth element of the stimulus package, and that is the ability to access early release of superannuation. So from mid-April, Individuals in financial distress will be able to access up to $10,000 of their superannuation in the 2020 financial financial year and a further $10,000 in the 2021 financial year. So that means that before 30 June of this financial year, you should be able to access $10,000. And then on the other side of June, you'll be able to again access another $10,000, bringing the total access of to $20,000. And these withdrawals will be tax-free and they also won't affect your Centrelink or Veterans Affairs payments. Now, to be eligible to access your superannuation, you need to meet one or more of the following requirements. The first is that you're unemployed as a result of perhaps being made redundant, terminated, whatever. Number two, you're eligible to receive a job seeker payment, youth allowance for job seekers, a parenting payment, which includes the single and partnered payments, or special benefit or farm household allowance. Or on or after the 1st of January 2020, you were made redundant or your working hours were reduced by 20% or more, or if you are a sole trader, your business was suspended, or there was a reduction in your turnover of 20% or more. So 
all you have to do is meet one of those criteria to be in a position to potentially access up to $10,000 before 30 June from your superannuation fund. That's right, Cheryl. And for those eligible to access this superannuation, so whether you're unemployed, a job seeker or a sole trader or self-employed whose turnover has um, reduced by 20% or more, you can apply directly through the ATO through the MyGov website from mid-April. That's correct. Okay. So access to working capital is our sixth point. And this refers to the loans for small and medium businesses up to 250000 So small and medium businesses with a turnover of up to $50 million will be eligible to receive these short-term unsecured loans from the bank. And by unsecured, what we mean is that they're not actually secured by any property or any other asset. That's right. And the government is actually securing or backing the 50% of these loans. So the government will provide eligible lenders, that's the banks, with a guarantee for loans with the following terms. So the total will be up to 250000 per borrower. Mm-hmm. The loans will have a duration of three years with an initial six-month repayment holiday. Okay. And the loans will be in the form of an unsecured finance, meaning that borrowers will not have to provide any asset, as Cheryl said, as security for the loan. And loans will be subject to lenders' credit assessment processes, with the exception that lenders will obviously look through the cycle to sensibly take into account the uncertainty of the current economic conditions. So basically what you're saying is that the lenders will still apply their normal lending criteria to be eligible for the $250,000 loan, but they will look past what is currently happening economically to then see if if but for coronavirus you would be eligible to get a a loan of $250,000. Correct so if you were one of the businesses like the pubs or nightclubs that were forced to shut a couple of weeks ago uh, you will obviously have no income coming in at this point or very reduced income so the lenders won't obviously look at that they'll just look at how you've been going up until that point. That's right. So now let's discuss the seventh element of the stimulus package, which are the new measures for the solvency safety net. So this solvency safety net is a temporary measure to stop a creditor from taking action against you if you are unable to make payment, say, to a business creditor. So ordinarily, where you owe a business creditor $2,000 or more, A creditor could start to take action against you. However, this solvency safety net has been created to uplift the threshold from $2,000 to $20,000. And this is to provide legal relief um, to businesses experiencing difficult times and the inability to pay. So that that threshold's gone from $2,000 to $20,000. And that will be in place for six months. Months And further to that, any statutory demand for payment by a creditor, there has been an increase in the time that companies have to have time to respond to, and that's been increased from 21 days to six months. And finally, directors have also been provided with some temporary relief from personal liability for trading whilst insolvent, and that's available for the next six months. Because ordinarily... In a company set up, trading whilst insolvent is an offence under the Corporations Act. However, in light of the current economic climate, this too has been temporarily lifted to allow companies to work their way through this COVID-19 downturn. 
Okay, and let's talk about the bankruptcy safety net. So a temporary six-month increase to the threshold for the minimum amount of debt required for a creditor to, to initiate bankruptcy proceedings against a debtor has been lifted from $5,000 to $20,000. So this means that no one can initiate bankruptcy proceedings against a business until that business owes more than $20,000. Okay, so we've now covered the main eight elements of the stimulus package. But in addition to all of this, there were also some other measures put in place to provide assistance at this time. And they are uh, the temporary reduction in minimum superannuation drawdown rates, meaning that the minimum annual superannuation pension that you must draw from your account-based pension and similar products has been reduced by 50% in both the 2020 financial year and the 2021 financial year. So depending on your age, your minimum drawdown percentage will have been halved. And the other measure put in place is that the deeming rates for the age pension and the income test have been reduced. So from the 1st of May 2020, um, the deeming rates have been further reduced to a lower rate of 0.25% and an upper rate of 2.25%. And broadly speaking, deeming rates are the amount of income that you are deemed to have earned on your financial investments, such as your cash deposits and your listed securities, irrespective of the actual amount you earned. So it was it was very much um, a relief to hear that those deeming rates had been uh, changed. Yes, that's definitely a positive. And I also want to add here, Cheryl, that the business investment incentives are obviously still in place from the first round of stimulus package, where the instant asset write-off threshold was increased from $30,000 up to $150,000. So as we know, the instant asset write-off is a tax deduction that reduces the tax liability of your business. It enables your business to claim an upfront deduction for depreciating assets in the year that the asset was purchased or installed ready to use. So, for example, if your business is a company which pays income tax at a rate of 27.5%, you would get back 27.5% of the assets purchase cost in your 2019-2020 tax return for a company. But if your business looks like it will be making a tax loss for the year, then the instant asset write-off is unlikely to provide any short-term benefit to you. And I'd also like to add here that if your business is experiencing cash flow difficulties at the moment, given the current climate, I would recommend that you give some careful thought to your situation before spending money on high-value assets. So that does bring us to the end of this special episode, which has outlined the second round of the stimulus package that has now been legislated and how it can potentially benefit you as an individual or a business owner. And as mentioned during this episode, if you were interested in watching our worked example of how the $100,000 tax-free payments for small and medium businesses practically works including the timing of the benefit and when you can expect to get the benefit of the payments, then please head over to our Facebook page, which is Platinum Accounting and Taxation, to see that video when it becomes available. And if you like this episode, please subscribe to Small Business All Figured Out. And if you know someone else who will get value out of it, please go ahead and share it. You can find our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening and bye for now.